We're talking with Angela Cotter. My son goes to Oakland High School, and he's in the special education department. Her son, who is special needs and in a special needs class at Oakland High School, was not allowed to be in the Oakland High School homecoming parade. And I will say that, you know, we've had an issue with Oakland for quite a while with the special education department and the way the culture runs at Oakland. And it's not the teacher, it's the administrator. Angela's son is part of the Special Olympics team at the high school. But what occurred in this situation is about a month before the homecoming parade and the homecoming week, we were told that they were going to try to get them in the homecoming parade. This year, on October 13th, was going to be the first year that her son and other students who are part of the Special Olympics were going to participate in the homecoming parade. And they told the kids that they were going to make an attempt at trying to do it. And the kids were excited and they said, yeah, we would really like to be included in the homecoming parade. So they moved forward with doing that and getting permission. And the teachers had gotten permission to do it. And then a couple of weeks before the homecoming parade, we were told that we would be getting permission slips that needed to be completed for the homecoming parade. And so permission slips were handed out to us, which I thought was kind of unusual because I had an older child at Oakland and he he had participated several years in the homecoming parade and we never had to do permission slips. But, you know, that's fine. Permission slips were handed out with all the information on them, turned them in, and we discussed uh, with the teachers that parade route, discussed their abilities, and uh, my son is legally blind and has cerebral palsy, and we knew that there was a possibility that he might not be able to walk the entire route on his own, so he has a, a handicapped stroller. So we were going to bring that on the Friday so he could put his candy in the stroller and it was going to be decorated. And they had some student assistants that were going to be with them and they were going to push the stroller so that his EA could walk with him and help him on the parade route. And he could throw candy and then if he needed the stroller at any point during the walk, he could then get in the stroller and, and be able to complete the walk with them. And the morning uh, that we arrived, you know, we'd gotten the candy everything that needed to be done. The morning that we arrived, my son was so excited the entire week, all the kids were. They were all excited. They were talking about that they were all just ready to go. The the night before, we had best buddies. You know, everybody was so excited. We were told when we got to school that day that parents were not allowed to parade. Uh, But the kids, it was okay. Kids were excited. We were told we were going to get pictures. You know, they would take plenty of pictures, video. Again, Angela's son is legally blind and has cerebral palsy. When we arrived at school that afternoon, we knew something unusual had happened because normally they let the kids come out in the order that we line up, which is a little different than what they normally do in the high school. Kids lined up in the parade and they were ready to go and they were released in the parade. The teachers came out and told us that the kids were not allowed to walk in the parade. None of the kids were allowed. And that Mr. Marshall had came out and uh, pulled them out of the parade, indicating that he was afraid that they uh, might have a code blue, which is a medical emergency, and that uh, he pulled them out of the parade at that point. I was like, what, what, what in the world happened? And they didn't know. So one of the assistant principals was coming by at that time. So I stopped Mr. Rodeker and asked him, you know, what had happened. And he said if he was unsure and they would get back to me. And he would get back to me on Monday. And I told him, you know, basically that, you know, that was unacceptable and I wanted answers. And from there, I have gone to Marshall and I was told from Mr. Marshall that day 
that he was afraid that there was going to be an emergency, that an emergency plan was not put in place, that he was unaware that they were going to be in the parade and that they needed to have an extra nurse. Uh, there were a tremendous amount of excuses that occurred, which have not panned out to be true. You know, we found out that we had the emails that he knew. I've gone to central office. Really, it comes down to the culture at Oakland. Now, I've had kids in high school myself, and there's always a fear of a medical emergency happening at any event. So it's hard for me to grasp why the principal you mentioned, John Marshall, he is the one who you were told said, hey, this is a reason why we can't have all these kids participate in the parade because he feared something was going to happen. He feared that some kind of medical emergency was going to happen. But that's always an underlying fear. And that's what I told him that day. I told him that any child in that parade could have a medical emergency at any time. My husband and I are both paramedics, and we said anybody can have a medical emergency at any time. There's a nurse on staff at Oakland. I said, you know, you have, you have a nurse here. You have AEDs here. Everybody here has cell phones. 911 can be called. I said, if you needed, if you felt like you needed extra people with the special education kids, move some of your administrative staff down here you know why wasn't this planned out ahead of time you know if but anybody at any time could have a medical emergency we were prepared with our kids we had made alternative plans with our kids our kids are no more likely to have a medical emergency than anyone else at that time anybody can call 911 there's a nurse here you know a medical emergency can happen for anyone at any time and to me, that was an excuse because Mr. Marshall chose to not have our children in that parade, just like he's chosen the path to not have them do other things. And Angela told us that the principal did not allow her son or other special needs children to be in the Oakland High School homecoming parade out of a fear of a medical emergency happening. It's the environment at Oakland. When you hear things like, no, your, your child cannot participate in the parade, for example, how does that make you feel and how did your son react to finding out that he cannot participate in this parade that he'd been looking forward to oh my goodness first of all my son can do anything he puts his mind to and we have told him that from the very beginning again he's got cerebral palsy he's legally blind i will tell you we have the most incredible programs here in the murfreesboro region with miracle league and he goes out and plays baseball and he can hit a baseball it took him three years to not hit off the tee. With some, you can do anything you, you want to do. And he knows he can do anything. He just has to try. And that day, when he got in my car, I decided I wasn't going to make the day any worse. I was going to do exactly what I normally do. And he sat down in the car, and I said, Hey, Monkey, how was your day? He said, Mom, it was horrible. And I said, It was horrible. And he said, Mr. Marshall was embarrassed of me. My son doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. And I said, no, son, nobody's embarrassed you. That was the very first time I think that he has ever said anything like that. And it crushed me. It broke my heart. His heart was broken. His heart was broken for his friend. He told me that they were crying. There were kids coming out of the school that day that were crying. Mr. Marshall broke him. He crushed them. He didn't want to go to school on the Monday following that. And I honestly will say my son... He, for the first time, felt like he was pointed out as not the same as everybody else, and that's not okay. And we had a long conversation with him that that's not right. 
and that that was a decision made by an adult that was incorrect and that was a poor decision and it was wrong and that we were going to do everything that we needed to do to make sure that that never happened again and that we were going to fight until that decision didn't occur again in Oakland High School. And that's what I plan on doing. Now, it sounds like both you and your husband create an environment for your son at home that basically tells him, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you set your mind to. You are no different than anybody else. And you've got this. But then to go to a school where all of a sudden he's told, hey, you can't be in the parade because of this, this, and this. That's got to be heartbreaking. It is very heartbreaking, not only for him, but for the 26 other kids that were there, too. You know, it's a fight for Ryan. It's a fight for all of those kids. None of those kids deserve it. And it's horrible that it happens to him. It's horrible that it happens to all of them. It's just not right. It's not right. I want him to succeed. I want all of them to succeed. No child should ever be treated that way. We should send them to school for them to succeed, and it just shouldn't happen. Going back to the principal, John Marshall, he became principal at Oakland High School in 2018, but before that, he was an assistant principal at Oakland since 2012. First of all, how many years has your son gone to Oakland? And second, have you all had other problems like this before? Because you kind of hinted at that. My son has been at Oakland all three years, and yes, we've had problems at Oakland all three years. Last year, they had an event that was occurring through Special Olympics that Marshall did not get the special education teachers enough help for, and so our special education students were left out of it, which I didn't find out about until after the actual day it occurred, and I found out at the end of the day and asked why we were included in it. And they said, well, we didn't have enough help. I contacted the local Special Olympics thing and they said, we're doing the same event tomorrow for another group. Feel free to bring your child. I had to take my child out of school the next day on my own. And I told all the other parents and several other parents took those kids out of school that day. And we went on our own, not as Oakland Special Olympic team, but as our individual own kids and let them go bowl because Oakland didn't have the help that they needed to be able to take a team to go. So this is not the first time this kind of thing has happened. It's happened before. And we find out about it after the fact. And so this parade has happened. And then I'm upset about this and I'm dealing with this with central office. And then another incident occurs after this. And they're telling me with the parade, oh, it's not going to happen again or we're going to handle it. And then the following Monday, I get an email from Oakland school counselor saying that all juniors were pulled into a class meeting over their class rings and they were handed out packets and class rings, the order forms were returned on the Wednesday. I contacted my son's teacher and said, did Ryan forget to bring the packet home? And they said, oh, no, Johnson hasn't been here yet. So I forwarded them the email that came to me, and they said, we we're unaware of it. And when I asked Mr. Marshall and the counselor about it, I was told that they were left out of the email by accident. And I said, can Johnson be brought back in for these kids to get the same information? And they said, Johnson will be back on like January the 24th, and they can get that information then. And I said, that was unacceptable. 
And they were like, well, we'll get them a packet. Well, they finally got us the packet of information for these kids to look at the day the orders were due. This is a continual problem. This is the culture that Mr. Marshall has set at Oakland High School. When you talk to other parents at Oakland and, and when you talk to the teacher even, in your heart of hearts, what is your thought on what's really happening there behind the scenes? You know... It's not our teachers. Our teachers there are fantastic. We have some of the most amazing staff there. They have gone out of their way for my son, but it's not our teachers. You know, they're being left out of the information too because they didn't get the email. It's like um, Mr. Marshall knows that he has to have a special needs class. So he puts him in the building. He helps to hide him down there. He's worried about his athletic department, his football team, and whatever else he has to do, you know, in the school. But he, I don't know, it's like he could care less about them. And I hate to say that, but it's like, okay, we've got to do all this, but we can just put them down in the corner and not worry about them. Or, you know, I can do my bare minimum for them. I will say I've never seen him come out to an event with them. You know, I've seen him come out to wrestling events. I've seen him come out to football games. I've seen him come out to basketball games. I've never seen him come out to special needs bowling or any of the staff. I've never seen his staff come out to the Special Olympics in the spring. I've never seen him come out to support them in anything. But I will say, I've seen Mr. Creasy from Siegel come out. I've seen Ms. Blair from Riverdale come out. Uh, I've seen Mr. Smith from Blackman come out. It's really hard to say that you care about your special needs kids when you don't come out and support them. Uh, It's hard to know how well your department's doing when you don't support them, when you don't include them, when you don't show that you care about them. So I just don't think he even cares at all about that department. It's just he knows he has to operate them. He cares more about everything else. I mean, look at their football program. Look at their basketball program. Look at everything else that's out there. That's what he cares about. Going back to that statement you said that your son said after school one day when you picked him up, your son said that Mr. Marshall is embarrassed of him. I hate to even ask this, but do you think that is the case? Personally, I don't necessarily know that he's embarrassed of him. I just think that, I'll just say he may not have the interaction enough to know that they are the most wonderful people to be around. They're no different. They are pure joy to watch in sport, pure love to be around. I will tell you, I did ask him to go down and talk to Ryan and tell him that he wasn't embarrassed of him. And he did after two and a half weeks. He told me he would, and he didn't do it right away. And central office assured me they would have him do it. And he did go down and talk to him, and he did tell him that he wasn't embarrassed of him. And after a conversation, I think he made Ryan comfortable with the fact that he wasn't embarrassed of him and they came to a comfortable setting with each other again but I I just don't know that he's comfortable around those kids to be fair I just don't think they're in his comfort zone I don't think he spent enough time definitely sorry to hear that your son was not allowed to be involved in that parade along with 25 plus other students who have special needs What can be done to correct this going forward? I have gone to central office and had conversations with numerous of the staff, including Dr. Sullivan, and asked them to do something to fix it, to put an action plan together, to get these kids included, to make sure that it's done, and not just on paper. Because when you put it just on paper, 
and don't make sure something is actually happening, that doesn't do any good. And they keep telling me that they're going to do something, but they've told me this through a couple of other directors. Sullivan has said that he's going to do it. They've now said for a couple of weeks they're going to move forward, telling me to give them, you know, a few weeks. They're talking about putting an action plan in place. I will give them the credit that they did, you know, admit some wrongdoing on this. But until they actually do it, I just don't have the confidence in them. Because they keep saying the same thing over and over again, but they just can't show me where they're going to do it, how they're going to do it, and how they're going to put it in place and make it work. And how are you going to put it in place and make it work if there's no checks and balances? And uh, again, your son was not allowed to be in that parade that took place. And what what day did the parade actually take place? On uh, Friday the 13th, on homecoming for Oakland. That was literally just a couple of weeks ago. And your son was really looking forward to it, excited about it, then all of a sudden devastated when he learned that he couldn't be in the parade. And you were told on that day that we'll get back with you on Monday, which obviously is no good because that's well after the parade. Oakland has said that they are going to move forward and and do a couple of things for these kids to try to make up for it, although I don't think there's any making up for it. You know, they're supposed to recognize them before a football game. They're supposed to be putting them in a Christmas parade, uh, which is not really a make-up for it. I'm glad they're finally doing a little bit for them. And I would ask, you know, the public to call central office, let them know this is not right. Call Oakland High School, let them know that it's not right. Because I think if we can get the public to let them know that this is not right, this is not fair for the kids at Oakland, then maybe we can get some change. For WGNS News, I'm Scott Walker.